At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The numbers told the story they always do. It's one of those idiots who believe in analytics. This is a numbers game with Gil Alexander on VSIN. Good Wednesday morning to you. It is a numbers game at Visa, the sports betting network, Visa.com, the Visa app, Game Plus, iHeartRadio, YouTube TV, all proudly brought to you by BetMGM. It's Gil Alexander. It's Kelly Bidlin in the house. How you doing, Kelly? Good. Hello. Hey, doing well, man. How you doing? Doing very well. Doing very well. Uh, we got a big show. Paul Carr, Premier League picks. Mike Pritchard, our own Mike Pritchard, VEASAN host, joins us to talk National Football League. His thoughts on the new touchback rule and beyond. What he thinks maybe about best record, worst record in the NFL. Will Hill with all his bets. Maybe we keep Will for two today. I don't know. We'll see. See what he's betting. Uh, and then uh, Jay Khan will join us momentarily to talk Stanley Cup playoffs, where we didn't get the two sweeps in the conference finals after all in the NBA, but we still could in the National Hockey League. As that game last night, I don't know if you saw that, Kelly, dead on arrival almost. As uh, Jonathan yeah. Marsh saw it, already scored for the for the Golden Knights. It was one to nothing. They're up two games to nothing in the series uh, against the Dallas Stars. They're up one to nothing already. And then Jamie Ben, the uh, the Stars' captain, thirty three year old captain, with the uh, the five minute major, with which of course created the uh, you know another situation where the uh, the Knights could score. They did. Barbashev scored, made it two to nothing. They added a goal later. Uh, at the uh, 7-10 mark of the first period to make it 3 to nothing, Jake Ottinger was chased at that point. It was Katie Barr the door. Knight en- Knights ended up winning it 4 to nothing, And the Vegas Golden Knights, which we'll get to with Jake momentarily, now on the cusp of reaching their second Stanley Cup Finals in six years of existence. Six. And one of those years was a pandemic year where there was only a 56-game schedule and they had the funky postseason. So really, it's, it kind of feels like it's 2-5, in some ways, which is just unbelievable if it happens. It really is. How many times has a team come back from a 3 nothing deficit in best of seven in hockey? As he said, four times in the history of the NHL. So both the uh, Stars in the West and, of course, the uh, Hurricanes in the East will try to uh, add a fifth to that. But uh, we'll get to Jake Hahn's thoughts on that. But I, it, I did. I feel like there was – was there people arguing, though, over that penalty? Like, man, I saw the replay. There's nothing was, to argue about. Yeah. No. I'm like, man, of course that should be that way. Yeah. Uh, ruled that way. No. And I don't, I don't really think it was too much of an argument in the end. And so uh, that's happened. So that's we have two really interesting teams, right? The Knights, this sort of historical anomaly – where, again, a team like the Caps took them 44 years to win the Stanley Cup. I get it. This is the Knights just getting to the finals twice. Um, 
And then I talked about how the Heat, if the Eastern Conference were the thing and the, and the little pesky best of seven NBA finals didn't exist, the Heat would be the biggest sort of dynasty we have going because they're Eastern Conference juggernauts on the cusp of winning their sixth Eastern Conference in 13 years. Yes, I know four of them were LeBron. But this is their seventh appearance in 13 years. They didn't get it done last night, though. The Celtics get off the proverbial schneid 116-99 to yesterday. Um, where the Celtics really, they, they sort of, you know, paraphrased Kevin Millar. You remember Kevin Millar before the 2004 American League Championship Series, the Red Sox and the Yankees, when the Yankees were up 3 to nothing, and Kevin Millar said, don't let us win this one. Don't let us win today, was the exact quote. Uh, and Marcus Smott, Marcus Smott uh, paraphrased that yesterday before the game. Boston was up 15-12 uh, to 12 early. Heat went on a 10 to nothing run. To go up 22-15, to 15, they led the Heat did by as many as nine in the first quarter, and they led at the end of the first quarter by six. By the way, from 29-20, the Celtics went on a 17-5 to five run that spanned both the first and the second quarters. They went up 37-34, to 34, but then the Heat came back. They were up six at the half, 13-6 to six run to end the, the second quarter. Tatum and Brown were one of four from the line at that point. Caleb Martin led all scores with 14 on six for six shooting, two for two from behind the arc. And so... Early third quarter, Miami goes up nine. And you're like, okay, here it is. The sweep from an eight seed. Nope. All of a sudden, the Celtics found the bottom of the net. An 18 to nothing run for the Boston Celtics, turning a nine-point deficit into a nine-point lead. And it only took three minutes. You, you can go entire NBA seasons. You can count 18 to nothing runs on one hand in any yeah. game. But in three minutes, yeah. my goodness. We, we, now, we've seen some quick runs Woo. this postseason. But, yeah, that, like, well, well they that's up, extreme. They made up the nine on three threes right off the right. bat to tie it. And then they went up nine again after that. So, by the way, that's part of a 48-22 to 22 beating in a 14-minute stretch that turned the game uh, completely around. Um, and if... By the way, the Celtics were to capture history, more on this momentarily, and come back from a 3 to nothing deficit. That will have turned the series around. Miami did get within four late in the third quarter, but that's as close as they would get. Boston responded every step of the way, uh, led by as many as 11 in the third, ballooned to 17 in the fourth. They, they got up to 18, actually. They went it going away. Tatum, 34-11-7. Butler, 29-9-5 in defeat. How many times on this show, though, have we said these two things? One, it's a simple game, this baloncesto. And all you need to know is if you gave me one stat at the end of a game, I could tell you who wins 95% of these. And that's three-point shooting. Boston, 19 of 45, 42.2%. Miami, 8 of 32 from 25%. Now, if you can tell me that's going to happen the next three games, mm-hmm. okay, you, then Boston will win this series. This um, is that game. This was but, that like, game. This is that game yeah. that we always talk about and you always talk about personified, where it is yeah. – like. The, those, it's pretty simple. If, if those are evened out or reversed, like we, this is a completely different ball game. Completely different ball game. Yeah, but you know, it was. Let's give Boston some credit. It was by design, right? They're just trying to hoist up as many threes as possible, and at that point, they're hoping it just becomes ready for this a numbers game, and that a high percentage of them sink in or a high enough percentage. By the way, that's a, that nineteen of forty-five versus eight of thirty-two. That's a thirty-three point difference in scoring mm-hmm. from behind the arc. By the way, Celtics were great on defense. They were number two in defensive efficiency during the season. They blocked eight shots. They got eight steals. Um, so then we get back to the point from yesterday when Drew Dinsick was on, and Drew Dinsick was advocating, you know, take the Celtics to win this series, 
because at seven to one, or he got it, I think at eight to one, it's it's the number, right? He believes that that is still a good number, or believed at that time that was a good number to play. Some people even took it further and 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 probably took the Celtics to win the NBA Finals, right? JVT, JVT did that, yeah, double he, that. He took it further. I think he grabbed fifteen to one on them to win the Finals. I, I'm just going to go back to so there's the three point point that we just made, but I'm just going to go back to what I said to Drew yesterday, which is any team that had home court advantage prior to a best of seven that was down three to nothing and manages to grab game four, you could have the same commentary about. You could say, well, then they get game five at home. They'll be favored. They'll get game seven at home. If necessary, they'll be favored. And then it's really the sphincter game of game six, right? That's a blanket statement you can make about any team that would have been in this situation. And so so then I would argue on top of that, I'm like, and so then you have to make the assessment are the Celtics the team and are the Heat the team that this is going to happen, that history is going to be made for the first time in 151 three-to-nothing deficits in the history of the NBA? Will the 151st be the one that gets there? Remember, it was the Red Sox again back in 2004 who did it for the first time against the Yankees, and oh, how glorious that was. And, and I would argue, now here's, here's where it's like for new betters, this is where we have to sort of have this conversation the, both of these things are true. I would argue that this is not the, the combination of teams that will get this done. I think the Celtics are way too schizophrenic. I think they, they lack the sort of, a, you know, constant attention to detail that can get this done for them over four games. And so I, I wouldn't make the bet, and I didn't make the bet of the Celtics. By the way, I do have the Heat plus 199 after game one and all that, so full disclosure. Does that make what Drew said yesterday, which is a segment I ended by saying, I respect it, I respect it. Does that make what he says wrong? No, absolutely not. It's just that he made a calculated decision that I'm going to play that number because I believe from betting standpoint. By the way, he could work with that. He could take the heat plus the points in game five. There's all kinds of hedging ways you can do it if the Celtics can get past sort of, you know, even beyond that game five. So both things are both things are true. Like I can respect the bet, but I'm just not going to make it myself because I don't think it ultimately wins and I don't want to have to mess around with it based on the wins based right. on the bets I already have yep. in pocket as well. Yeah, he yeah, he's betting it based off of a price and and what his percentage chance of what he thinks yep. that that's going to happen and but it still has to happen. Still yeah, has it to still happen. has to happen. So yeah. Yep. It's uh uh, look, I understand why the bet was made, why he made that bet, and um, I'm I think I'm with you. I don't. It's not. You know, I think everybody knows my opinion on what the Heat has been most most of the past couple months. I, I for me, it's more of what you said about Boston. I, yeah. I don't trust that they're mentally strong enough to get through three more games of this. And let me just let you ask you this, just a brief parenthetical aside: Is it still Spolstra versus Missoula? I'm curious. Yes. That's still the coaching yes. matchup. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I sorry. thought you were trying to get a no, different no, no, question. No, no. Like, no, no. Yeah. I'm just curious. Is that still the coaching matchup? Yeah. And, and as far as my opinion goes, my, uh, Miami Heat have just broken my brain this postseason. So yeah. I really, I will gladly stay away and just watch this unfold yeah. at this point. Will you take the Heat plus the points in game five? I, it's the only way I, I could play it at this point. You know, every, every one of these games. Seven and a half is what we're seeing consensus right now? Yeah, it, yeah. it would be Heat or pass. Or, you know, unless this, unless this, uh, what this players meeting they had on Monday? I don't know why. Like the Celtics waited that long to be like, all right, guys, we got to get together. <laughs> this right, isn't going very well. Maybe this has gone a little too far. We should, <laughs> we should talk this through. We should talk this through. We're showing eight in the consensus, by <laughs> um, the way. Total two fifteen on this. I mean, in case we see, uh, like, it, 
I don't think we're going to see this amazing swing back. It's just too much to ask at this point. I mean, down 3 nothing. Here, here, are, here are follow-up questions. Of these These get into the more sort of abstract. One, the NBA desperately needing games over Memorial oh, Day yeah, weekend. Yeah. I, are you a conspiracy theorist about that? Because I'm sure there's people no, out there who are no. like, oh, they got to have extra games. They can't go an entire Memorial Day weekend with no basketball games. And the other thing was Jimmy Butler after the game, super nonplussed outwardly, right? Super, hey, does this give them momentum? He's like, no, nah, I think it gives us it gives us momentum. Like, this means we got to, like, really buckle down, I'm paraphrasing, right? Did you find that genuine? Or were you like, no, he's just projecting for his teammates to show calm? Yeah, I think a little. I think more of the second one. I think more of the second one. I, I don't, I think it's, I think there's something to, hey, we can't get lazy and fall asleep. It's a very talented team, but I don't think he's really all that worried. Peter going to get it done. One way or the other, they're going to get it done. We'll come back. Jake Hahn on the Stanley Cup playoffs. Can we get two sweeps, even one sweep there? If not two. Coming back. Numbers Game Visa, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. A numbers game on VSEN, the sports betting network. It's time to download Nevada's premier sports betting app, BetMGM Sports. BetMGM with all your favorite wagering options, along with in-game betting, boosted odds, specials, and much more. Download the BetMGM app today. It won't take you but a few seconds. And then you stop by any MGM casino on the Strip with your state-issued ID to open an account and start placing sports bets from anywhere in Nevada. Whatever your sport, whatever your betting style, you're going to love BetMGM state-of-the-art technology and fan-friendly specials every day of the week. Visit BetMGM for terms and conditions. Must be 21 or older and physically located in Nevada. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. It's Gil Alexander. Kelly Bidlin here as well. Jake Hahn, kind enough to join us now. He's the co-host of The Point and the Fantasy Hockey Show over there on SiriusXM. You can follow him on Twitter at jhan, H-A-H-N-4. That's the number four, jhan4. Jake joins us now. How you doing, Jake? 
I'm doing great, guys. I, I kind of wish these series were a little bit closer. I, it's it's sort of crazy. We, we could have had four sweeps across the board in yeah. the NHL and the NBA. Obviously, the Celtics win last night, so at least we get a game five in one of these series. And look, we'll see. It's 3 nothing in both series in the NHL. There's a chance that at least one of them makes it interesting, maybe wins four, wins five, and, and you know pushes it to a game six, something like that. But uh, it, it's kind of crazy. A lot of the games have been really close but they just continue to go to the exact same teams. It's it's kind of wild. Yeah, I, I bet Bobrovsky to win the to win Con Smythe. I immediately got a text from Lou Finicaro. He's like, no, I think Kachuk wins it uh, if Florida wins it all. Um, got him. By the way, I didn't get the best number. Other people got better numbers than I did. I just got him north of $2, and I'm like, I just want it in pocket so I have it in case the, uh, the hot goaltender narrative wins out in the end. Uh, right now, how do you feel about if if it is in fact the Golden Knights and the Florida Panthers? I mean, does that? I would assume you think the Golden Knights are the better hockey team, but is Bobrovsky sort of the great equalizer? I think the Knights would go into that series as the favorite, but I like your bet on Bobrovsky for Con Smythe. We've actually been debating that quite a bit on the show this week because I, I think it's a good debate, right? It's that hot goaltender. You know, how important is he to the success? You've got Matt Kachuk, who scored two big overtime winners in this series. But if you're really watching the games, you know, all due respect to Matt Kachuk, there's been periods of time where he's just completely disappeared. And sure, he stepped up in the big moments, and that's great. And, and people will remember that. Voters will remember something like that. But I, I don't think Florida is even close to being where they are right now without Sergei Bobrovsky. So if I had a vote in it and I was voting right now, it would absolutely go to Bobrovsky. I think he, he deserves it. And we'll see what happens in the Stanley Cup final, assuming that they get there. On the Vegas side of the ledger, it's extremely difficult to, to pick a consmite leader right now. Yeah. Like They truly are top to bottom, completely spread out. They roll four lines. Like Jack Eichel, I think, is going to get a lot of love. But you look at this series right now where they're up 3 nothing. I think he's got two assists and like seven shots on goal combined. So it's not like he's having a monster series in the conference final. It is. Uh, it does seem to be a different player every night stepping up for the Vegas Golden Knights. So, yeah, I would favor Vegas slightly in the Stanley Cup final, but uh, I'm well past the time where I'm going to doubt the Florida Panthers, guys. They just continue to roll and, and continue to, to win one-goal hockey games. By the way, there's a tweet that's out there. It's been out there a couple times now. It's not a new one, but, but a couple people put this out, that if if the Penguins don't beat the Blackhawks the last game of the season, all these things happen. Can you please help me out with one of them? Because one of them, to me, is untrue, where they're like, oh, and then the Blackhawks don't get don't get Connor Bedard. That one is untrue, correct? Because wouldn't, the, wouldn't well, the Blackhawks have gotten more combinations? Yes. Yeah, you're right in that. And I, I think that's the one that was weird for me as well. The other ones make a lot of sense, right? Because yeah. it's cut and dry. If, uh, if Pittsburgh wins, Florida doesn't make the playoffs. Florida's not here. You know, you can maybe connect dots and say Boston would have beat Pittsburgh, but we can't really assume that. Maybe Pittsburgh beats Boston, and it's the Penguins we're talking about right now. So there were some there that I, I think you're you're just sort of assuming could happen. And when it comes to the Connor Bedard sweepstakes, yeah, the Blackhawks actually would have had a better chance. Yeah. I, I feel like whoever put that together was just assuming, you know, whatever spot the Blackhawks were picking from was going to win the lottery. But obviously it would have changed a lot in yeah. terms of, of where were ordered. So I'm not really there for that one. But it, it is kind of crazy uh, that the Panthers were that close to missing the playoffs, guys. And how quickly narratives can flip in professional sports. I'm sure you guys know this as much as anybody following all these different sports. You know, the Panthers are now being praised as this team that made all the right moves in the offseason and they brought in Kachuk and, 
You know, Bobrovsky's contract's looking a lot better now. Uh, you know, those narratives would be completely different if they missed the playoffs. We People would be killing them saying they made all the wrong moves. So it is crazy how professional sports works. And uh, and maybe they should be sending a fruit basket to, to Pittsburgh or Chicago for, for all of this. Well, I mean, just look, look how, like, with Boston winning one game in basketball last night, how, the, you know, everyone's, oh, this yeah. is going to happen, right? You know, so quickly. Uh, just sort of uh, the recency bias of all recency biases. We'll see. Um, okay, so let's get to tonight's game for between the Hurricanes and the Panthers. You betting this any which way? Well, I go back to last game, and, you know, I haven't been really riding the Panthers all that much throughout the course of the playoffs, but I looked at the betting line in game three, and I thought, man, we're basically getting to pick them for this Panthers team. And even though I look at all the numbers, all the analytics, and it continues to point to Carolina being the much better team five on five, sometimes you just got to ride magic, and you got to look at it and say, you know, this team's just got something in these one-goal games. And obviously, we just talked about Bobrovsky as well and what he's been doing. So sometimes you just got to play the better goalie. So part of me thinks, you know, Carolina is going to come out desperate and they should win at least one game. And, and you know, we saw Florida in this exact same spot, guys, in the last round against the Maple Leafs. It was 3-0. They had a chance for the sweep. They didn't close it out at home uh, in game four. And the Leafs at least pushed it to another game. So maybe we see something similar here. I just worry about the Canes' lack of finishing ability. Like, they're getting chances five on five. Um, maybe not too many to the high danger aspect. And Bobrovsky's been there the whole way. So I'm going to go with the Panthers again here, guys, and, and get the brooms out for this one. I just think it's a fair price for how they're playing and, and who's in net for them with Bobrovsky right now. At only minus 115, you know, minus 110, I think you could find in, in some spots. I just got to continue to to ride the magic here with with the Florida Panthers, and you know what? Uh, I'm assuming Brooks Kepka is going to be there watching his peas again, uh, all, <laughs> yes. all fired up with the boys uh, in in the box. So uh, I, you know, may, maybe he'll bring a little bit more magic for them tonight. Brooks Kepka not exactly locked into this week's live event. Let's put it that way. No, yeah, yeah. well, so, yeah, we we could fade him as as the favorite yeah. in the live event, guys. Like he's having a he's having himself a week here, as he should. You win a you win your fifth major, uh, your third PGA Championship. You deserve to celebrate. And I looked at a live odds board and i saw him at like plus 750 as the favorite i'm thinking okay maybe maybe we can look down the board a little bit and i actually did bet uh bryson dechambeau 24 to 1 for the uh the live event this weekend so let's go bryson bonus golf bet from jay Khan. bryson 24 to 1 i like it um it's in dc by the way this week the uh the live event i know some of my buddies are like we're going they're like totally into it they're so stoked to go to this thing and then game four of the knights tomorrow night against the stars the Golden Knights trying to close that out. Are you betting that at all? By the way, tonight's game, no thought of an under either before we even get to that? No thought of an under? Well, yes, I actually do. I, I don't love that the price has shifted a little bit because we were getting plus money on the under, uh, you know, or at least close to even money on the under for the under five and a half. Now we're seeing something around minus 125, minus 130. So I don't love the price as much, but we are seeing both of these series really be quite low scoring. And obviously with Bobrovsky playing the way that he is, I would certainly lean towards the under. I would do the same thing in uh, in Vegas and Dallas. I, I played the under uh, in the Night Stars game last night. Didn't look great early when Vegas scored three goals like right away. And I'm thinking, oh, oh boy, this under is going to get away from me real quickly. Uh, but sometimes those blowout games end up being weird games, yeah. right? And, you know, Vegas sort of stops trying to generate chances. They park the bus. They're just kind of sitting. And uh, Dallas just, just couldn't find a way to score a goal. They hit a couple of posts. So I like the under once again tomorrow night in uh, in Dallas and, and Vegas. And I'm going to take a bite at the stars here, guys. I Like, I, I think we can kind of write off uh, last night's game just because of the way that it started. You give up a few goals early. And Jamie Benn was just one of the, the more boneheaded plays I think I've ever seen to, to cross-check somebody in the so face, bad. neck area yeah. that early. Put your team down 
like not only uh, have your team have to kill a five minute penalty, but also take yourself out of the game when you're an important player. So he didn't even speak to the media after, which I thought was kind of disappointing. So we'll see if he has some comments, uh, but I think he should be refunding every stars fan that went to that game last night, guys, but what, what a disastrous way to start that brutal. And uh, as captain of the team, you'd have expected him to stand up there and take some questions. He did not um, last 90 seconds here. And this has nothing to do with betting, but it's, I alluded to it in the first segment, which is, you know, we're here in Las Vegas. Um, I grew up a Caps fan. Caps took 44 years to win the cup. Uh, maybe we could talk about the Leafs as a more glaring example. Leafs haven't won it since 67. Just this year, they finally won a series for the first time since 2004. And then you have the Vegas Golden Knights who are going to their second Stanley Cup finals. I get it. They haven't won one yet. They're one game away. Let me just be accurate. They're one game away from going to their second Stanley Cup finals in six seasons of existence. And one of those seasons was a strange pandemic bubbly kind of thing. So really it kind of feels like two in five. And I'm asking you to speculate. I'm asking you to be the voice of every hockey observer outside of Las Vegas. Is this team despised? Are they beloved? Are they or do they not exist in people's minds? Like, what's the what's the feeling about a team that just had such a favorable expansion draft? Like where rules had to be changed the next time they did it with the Kraken. And then they've made some great moves, obviously, uh, in the front office. Like, what's the feeling on them as a franchise? I would say they're closer to being despised than well-loved around the league, to be completely honest, for a lot of those reasons that you mentioned, because you have fan bases that have been waiting for so long and grinding years and years and years just to just to win a playoff round, let alone go to a cup final and compete for the ultimate prize, right? So, um, you know, it's different for everybody's going to form their own opinions, right? Maybe there's a lot of people out there that appreciate what they're doing and enjoy watching them. But I think a lot of those long-suffering fan bases, Gil, are, are getting a little bit jealous of what's happening with Vegas and, and with Seattle, for that matter. Yeah. Seattle already winning around and, and kind of putting things together very quickly. There's a, there's a lot of uh, long-suffering fan bases out there that would love to be doing what Vegas is doing right now. I sort of figured that was the answer. Thank you, Jake. Yeah. Enjoy the game tonight, man. Always great talking to you, Gil. Hopefully talk to you again soon. You too. We will. Jayhan4 on Twitter. Follow Jake. Kelly on the Charles Schwab. Speaking of golf, next. A numbers game on VSIN, the sports betting network. Take your sports betting game to the next level this summer with a VSIN Pro subscription. Sign up now for only $9.99. Get access to everything we do, including daily pro picks on all the summer action, including NFL and college football futures, premium analysis from our team of top handicappers and industry experts, 24 7 video access, and pro tools like our exclusive betting splits, showing you where the public and sharp money is going to give you an edge. Start betting smarter. Visit slash subscribe. And sign up now. We get tweets at beating the book. Always appreciate the uh, the feedback. This is from New York Mess sixteen. He says, "If Miami regresses back to the regular season offense, and Celtics make eighteen threes per game, it's possible." But I'd put the farm on Spolster to not be the one it happens to. I'm right there with you. I, I responded. I thought that was a great way of summarizing that. It's it's kind of what I said in the first segment. Right? Though, yeah, right? but yeah. it's you know th- sure if these two teams look like they did three months ago, like this, there's absolutely a chance. But I don't. I'm not. I don't think Spud with the Heat let that happen. I said, I said, if you give me those, if those are the three points, that's the next three games, it's going to happen. But I'll take Spolster versus Missoula every time. Uh, this is from Jay Green at New York underscore Rangers 1024. Been riding on Bob. Talking about Bobrovsky, too. And to Jay Khan's point, Vegas is so deep rolling their four lines with no standout MVP, it would not be crazy for Bob to win the award in a losing effort. Oh, that's interesting as well. Mm. A la Jean-Sebastien Jaguer 20 years ago. Who could forget? Uh, did it with the Anaheim Ducks. Kelly could <laughs> Kelly that was Kelly's way of saying I could forget <laughs> meaning Kelly could forget uh, the ducks what yeah okay um, the mighty ducks then he won the con Smythe as the losing goaltender 
Wow. Yeah. Which was like the fifth time it had happened at that time. I believe Con Smythe went to the went to a player on a on a losing team. Uh, Emilio Estevez, he was always a great coach. He really got that team up for every <laughs> game they played. You know. <laughs> hey, before we get to your uh, to your golf here on the Charles Schwab Challenge this week, this this basketball note. What was Kelly laughing about back there? Rob has no help on this show. He only makes me laugh more. Oh, Rob Moreno, Roberto <laughs> He Moreno. just adds on to it. <laughs> I just pile it on. The Phoenix Suns advancing four candidates to a final round of interviews this week, including two NBA championship coaches, Nick Nurse and Doc Rivers. Sources telling ESPN on Tuesday night, Nurse and Rivers will meet with senior leadership, along with two rising stars in the coaching profession, Suns associate head coach Kevin Young and Sacramento Kings associate head coach Jordy Fernandez. Sources said, Nick Nurse, Doc Rivers. Doc Rivers. Yeah. What could go right? Yeah, I mean, it's going to be – if anybody's expecting to see anything very new and different with these head coaches, you're going to be disappointed. The one I don't get is the is the Phoenix assistant coach. Seems to be – he seems to be the hot new candidate that all these teams are interviewing, but it's like – it's kind of like, all right, Phoenix, like if he was that good, just just hire, hire him. It's Promote him. I wonder if it's just one of these cases where this this extends beyond sports into all facets of life. Have you ever worked a job where you are not appreciated by your first employer that that they consider they gave you the break, right, to be whatever it was you were, but others recognize that you're actually better than that, but because they gave you the the, the quote-unquote break to be where you are at that point, they don't value you in the same way. Well, so so it, I think that's an interesting way of saying it, but then when he's, he's starting to get these interviews with other teams, right? Then they it, wake up. Then it, then it makes you wake up, right? So I, I don't know. But should it take that? That's the point. No, it shouldn't. Yeah. Of course it shouldn't take yeah. that, right? Now, now I, I think that if you're the Suns and you wanted to say, hey, you're – you're part of a former regime that we're trying to move on from here. I, just philosophically, I, I think I would understand that. But the fact that they're interviewing him, right, tells you otherwise, I think. So, I look, we'll Nick see. Nurse, I, it might end up being the best thing that ever happened to you that you got you got fired in Toronto. Right. Like, I mean, you're going to land in Milwaukee or somewhere where you have a superstar player and probably a better team to work with than what you had with the Raptors. It just feels like we're doing a musical chairs of coaches between Monty Williams and these two guys. Just They're going to end up all in different places. We'll see. Yeah, Maybe. well, I mean, a lot of yeah. these teams, like, you would kill like, Milwaukee. You get to, like, you. not that Coach Bud's bad, but it's sorry. It's an upgrade to Monty Williams or Nick Nurse, yeah. especially Nick Nurse. Charles Schwab Challenge, the week after the PGA. By the way, the U.S. Opens just in a few weeks, right, at the Los Angeles yep. Country Club. First question, are you doing the un-American thing and, and uh, fading Michael Block? Is that what you're going to do? Oh, hell yeah, Gil. <laughs> hell yeah. I didn't know you were going to lead me into that, but hell yeah, I am. That's what you're doing. Um, I think that I, I think I'm being kind of fair about it. Yeah. I, I'm not. Going, well, that's why I ask. Right? I'm not going crazy, and I didn't bet large amounts. But yes, when I saw an opening round over under of seventy two and a half on a par seventy, I said, "Yeah, I'm going to hit this over, and I'm gonna, I'm going to hit this over pretty hard." Like I m- missed the cut. I'm not like it's like minus four dollars or something. I'm not playing around with that. Um, and I'm and I didn't bet this heavy, but after a week of interviews on morning shows and doing all these different, I mean, all the different media responsibilities and partying and fun after an incredible, incredible achievement like he did at the PGA to ask him to come around 
and, and shoot a 72 or better at Colonial when this guy does not play regularly on the PGA Tour is asking a whole lot. So it's a first-round bet. First-round bet. First this round is just bet. a first-round over 72 and a half, okay. I bet, yes. Okay. So, yeah, that's that's one of my props. You nailed it right on the head, Gil. Wow, what a horrible but, human being you are. <laughs> I know, right? Uh, but, yeah, we are down at Colonial this week. Charles Schwab challenges. This is an invitational as well, something to keep in mind. 120 golfers, so you're sl- slightly shorter field than normal. Uh, all the big Texas guys are going to be playing in this event. They're going to always play their Colonial r- longest-running golf course on the PGA Tour uh, right now, going all the way back to 1946. Also means it's one of the most predictive. So when you go down to handicapping your golf tournament, make sure to keep that in mind. You want to look at some players that have achieved here, uh, uh, done well here in the past. So uh, keep that in mind. There are some similarities to what we saw the course last week, Gil. We're still talking really tight fairways, really small greens. So it's going to put a real emphasis on ball striking. Make sure you're in the fairway in that second shot, trying to get on the green. Now, the difference is it's not nearly as long as what we saw last week. So shorter hitters can actually have some success here, and you don't have to go driver off the tee every time. And the around the green play, you're not going to see bunkers like we saw last week uh, and stuff like that. As far as the field goes, we do have Scotty Scheffler in this event. Shocker, he's the favorite. Four to one, no John Rom, no Rory McIlroy. Uh, Hovland and Finau both playing this week as well. 14 to one on both of them. Jordan Spieth, Colin Morikawa, 16 to one. Sung J M, 20. Everybody else, 22. Uh, or longer. Uh, I would going into this event, Gil, I really didn't think I was going to be doing much with this. Thought I would have a few outrights, and that would probably be about it for the week. Uh, there are a couple guys I landed on, though, pretty strong. Tommy Fleetwood, he's been playing really well recently. He was, man, fifth, fifth in one of my models over the last 16 rounds, second in my last 12-round model, fourth in my last 24-round uh, model. was T35 here last year. What's his FRL number? For, uh, I'll have to look that up. I'm going to probably play that, though. I have not that, played I yet. Will, I think I will play that. Yeah, he is 40 to 1. 40, 40 to 1 for uh, first that, round. Later. Oh, that's it? Yeah. Oh, wow. Um, recent form, T18 at the PGA, T5 at Wells Fargo, T15 at the RBC Heritage, 33rd at the Masters. This guy's playing really well right now. Still looking to pick up that first uh, PGA Tour victory here, but I did play a, uh, an outright on him small and then top 20 uh, pretty big here. Ricky Fowler, this is the first time I'm getting involved, Gil, with with Ricky. I haven't done it at all this year yet. Played a couple top 20s. I'm going out, out on a limb, though. I took an outright price on him at 35-1. to 1. Another guy, he, he missed a cut last week. I do think there could be some advantage to that for some of these guys like Tony Finau, him who missed the cut. You get a couple extra days to prep and not worry about a major like a lot of those guys were last week. So, Fowler, I'm in on uh, in on this week. He was top five every bottle I ran. Again, miscut last week, but before that, he has been a top 20 machine this whole year. Justin Rose, another guy I'm very high on this week, um, was another great recent form. T9 at the PGA. You saw him on Sunday last week. Played really well. T25, RBC Heritage. T16 at the Masters. Remember, one Pebble Beach earlier in uh, earlier in the year. Great tournament history here. What? One in 2019, uh, 2018, T3 in 2020. So heavy on him in a top 20 market. Also like Emiliano Grill this week. He's uh, one of the best ball strikers on tour. Struggles with the putter, but his putter's been hot recently. So went with him in a top 20. Russell Henley, same deal. And my couple props below. Michael Block we talked about already. And then Christian Bazutenhout. 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 Top South African at plus 130. Not exactly a great crop, uh, crop of t- uh, South African players this week. 
uh, in the tournament. So took him at plus one thirty. Oh, and then Cam Davis forty six to one outright small play. I grabbed as soon as the wow, you opened. went strong on this tournament. Yeah. You didn't think you'd have this many bets, but yet you no, did. I didn't. I, I mean, and it's you know I, we talk about this often, but as far as uh, money outlaid this week, even in those top twenties, is probably about half of what I was betting last week in the major. So still, it's still money wise, not not betting it nearly as much as I would in a major. But yeah, some of those, I, there, there's a couple of those Fowler, Fleetwood, okay. Rose. I really like. Michael Block says he likes this course, man. Right, good for him. <laughs> Over 72 and a half, <laughs> first round score. I hope he has a great three over par By first way, round. <laughs> you know how I know that story was was just phenomenal beyond, obviously, what we saw is that the girlfriend even noticed it, right? She's just mm-hmm. like, who's this Michael Block? What a story this was. Wow. Like, And so then she asked, you know, to explain, like, what, uh, how many PGA you know, pros and all this kind of stuff. So I get this whole thing. And by the end of it, she's like, why are you mansplaining it to me? I'm like, you just asked me. <laughs> to explain it. Uh, so is everything that I'm ever going to explain going to be mansplaining? Is that a good one? I, I, I'll keep going back to a Buddhist man who often tweets at us. Yeah. He tweeted at me the commercial that he uh, Michael Block made for his uh, his club like years ago. You got to go oh, see it. Oh, I got to see, see that. It. it is amazing. Got to see that. Do we have Will Hill next? Will we Hill's do. bets. Baseball and basketball next. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. So I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. A numbers game on VSEN, the sports betting network. Use the BetMGM bonus bet to place your next wager on any game in any sport. To receive your bonus bet, simply log into your BetMGM account every Saturday and Wednesday between May 13th through June 7th to bet on any game of your choice. Then add any type of bet on any game to your bet slip and activate your bonus bet. There's no deposit or additional wager required. This bonus bet is on the house. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Promotion may differ per customer 21 and over to wager. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Promotional offers not available in Nevada, New York, Ontario, and Washington, D.C. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in Colorado, D.C., Illinois, Indiana, Louisiana, Maryland, Mississippi, New Jersey, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, Virginia, West Virginia, and Wyoming. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text H-O-P-E-N-Y. That's 467-369. New York. 
NY at the end. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona, 1-800-522-4700 in Kansas and Nevada, 1-800-327-5050 in Massachusetts, 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa, 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help in Michigan in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Chas v'chalila, that this should be shorter. My God. Well done. Here, thank you very much. Golf clap. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, this gentleman has overcome many, many obstacles in his life, many hurdles, many challenges to be here on this radio show. None more amazing than today, a flat tire. Will Hill, ladies and gentlemen, joins us. Vston Zone, how you doing, man? I'm doing okay. You know, I got past the flat tire. Then I'm I'm driving home, and I, I heard something that was very upsetting. We have one of the great stories in really in sports in recent memory, exactly. Michael Blockett and Kelly's going to bet against Amazing. him. Amazing. <laughs> I mean, that is just completely outrageous. I just, that was really uh, a bummer to hear. And I'm curious what book that is so I can bet with him too. <laughs> That's right. Where is that? So your first round, where's that? Where'd you bet that? Kelly? Betting against human achievement. Uh, we, there are multiple books that have it listed. Caesars, Westgate. There are, there are multiple places that have it up out here. Betting against human achievement. That's 10 cents. Thank you very much. I expect it in my cup later. Uh, Will, uh, first of all, did you know how to fix your own flat tire? Do you have to call someone in for that? Uh, the latter. The latter. The yeah. latter. Okay. Well, that's no the judgment, latter. No judgment here. Are you a t- why you, you would be capable of that? Um, no, I don't think I would be, quite frankly. If you, want, if you really wanted the truth, no, I don't think I would be. Because I'd, I'd always worry what's that the, I what's did, the co- Yeah. I'd give it a no, go. There's a but curve where Larry David is. Uh, yeah. Yeah, go ahead. No, no, go ahead. Go ahead. Wait, wait, no, wait, I was going to say there's a Kirby flat Larry tire. David. No, no, I'd I'd give it no. a go, but oh. then I'd be terrified that I did it wrong. So I would just be like, oh, let me just yeah, call somebody. Exactly. Yeah. Okay, I'm more okay with that. I would be more concerned about whether I actually have everything needed for it in my oh, car. Like I sure. guarantee you, I don't. Right. So there's that. There's that. I'm sorry. We'll finish your thought. For <laughs> God's sakes. No, 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 there was a Kirby enthusiasm where Larry David and everyone just ignored him. And he's like, $10 to answer, just a reply, a verbal reply. Give, I'll give you $10 where he couldn't do it too. So there's that's, a little bit of that going on. But that's right. I remember. It's all right. I'm, I'm good. Uh, okay. Uh, you have one of these Celtics. So you you dove in on the Celtics. You're one of these people who grabbed the Celtics to win this series before game number four. Yes. I took him plus 800 to win the series. And I took Tatum. I thought Tatum was probably the better bet 12 to one to win conference finals MVP. Uh, now he's plus 240 to win conference finals MVP. So uh, I'm in a position now where do I start taking Miami plus the points? Do I just lay it with the heat? I don't know what I'm going to do. If I had nothing in pocket, I'd probably take the seven and a half tomorrow just because like, I don't know. I mean, use the word schizophrenic. Boston's so schizophrenic. I don't know how you're laying seven and a half, eight points. It's up to eight some places. I don't know how you're laying eight with this Boston team. And, you know, you mentioned it. It's the three-point variance. It's just, you know, how, how many of these 10 for 29s, 10 for 35s, 11 for 42s Boston's had? All you need is one more where they have a bad one and Miami has a good one and you're going home. But, yep. you know, fives at home, sevens at home. I really think game six is going to be the series. I don't know. And this, you know, Boston's home in their favorite. That hasn't meant a whole hell of a lot for Boston. And really these two teams, I think eight of the past nine games between these two teams in the playoffs, uh, the winner's been the road team. So home court doesn't mean a lot. So we're leaning towards taking the seven and a half. I, I kind of think Boston does it though. I don't know why. I just think it, God, there's a reason Cinderella doesn't usually win, whether it's college basketball and, you know, George Mason, Florida Atlantic, we don't see Cinderella in the NBA. I mean, there's, there is a reason that that usually doesn't happen. I know Spolstra versus Missoula. I understand all that, but this is still a good Boston team. They were second in three point make second in effective field goal percentage, second in defense. This is still a good team. 
like, would I be shocked if Miami won? But I, I, I no, I, I, I kind of think Boston gets it done. I do think the bet for tomorrow, uh, and this, I think it's going a little under the radar. Gabe Vincent had a nasty ankle roll. Yes. And he has been huge for them. So maybe Butler plays point guard. I would go over five and a half assists for Butler. I think Butler will play more point guard. Uh, I don't think Lowry at his age, I don't think he can handle the minutes load. So eventually you run out of bodies here. Vincent can't go or be effective. Eventually you're just going to run out of body. So I, I think Boston gets it done. That was the moment I had it written in my notes when he rolled his ankle, but it was like at this point we're like, Oh no, here is the one thing that could sink, you know, the Miami heat an injury uh, of that sort. Um, I would take the seven and a half, quite frankly. And Charles Barkley at the end of the game yesterday says, oh, Boston's going to destroy them in game five. So that alone should tell you it's going to go right down yep. to the wire, right? Absolutely. Um, and as you said, even if you didn't have it, you'd probably take the points in that game. If if Denver plays Boston, if Denver plays Miami, you will be betting on, on Denver in, in either case, or we can't really say that? Boy, what, what, imagine if the Celtics rally and then they're hosting game one of the finals. How strange would that be? What would that series price look like? I'd still be betting Denver. I, I still think Denver holds up the trophy here now. I mean, betting a bit minus 200 here when they could be playing the Celtics and not having home court. Um, I wouldn't be doing that, but you know, life on the line. I think you have to pick Denver. There's you'll appreciate this. There's a little 2015 warriors vibe with this nuggets team. It's it's homegrown. It's organic and they have an unconventional superstar. And if it's crazy to say this now, but back in 2015, I think people were skeptical of the Warriors. Remember, they Barkley were. would always say they were. They're, they're a jump shooting team. They're too small. You can't win as a jump shooting team. I think there's a little bit of that with Denver too. And well, until they do it, until they reach the finals, uh, people didn't really believe in them. And, and and having an unconventional superstar, Jokic doesn't look like a typical superstar. Same thing with Curry. So there's a little 2015 vibe there with the Warriors just being homegrown, not having, you know, they didn't tank, they didn't build a super team, they didn't have a top five lottery pick. Uh, just sort of mismatch of uh, of homegrown you know draft picks. Yeah, I remember because I, Dr. Bob and I would hang out every day back then in San Francisco, and I remember like he had Warriors futures tickets up the wazoo. Like, and I want to say there were like forty to one that year at one point because no one, you're right, no one, the market didn't believe in them either. Um, until it happens, people have trouble sort of getting there. Um, maybe that will be the case. And even after that, even after that, it was Kyrie got hurt. Love was hurt. They wouldn't have won it. So they've, they've been dealing with this for a while, actually. And the worst thing, the Monte Ellis trade, people lost their minds about that. It was a whole thing before that. Um, baseball today. What have you bet, sir? I bet the twins with Joe Ryan going, uh, Ryan's pitched really well here. He's up there. I was looking at him for Cy Young, but it's only 12 to one. So you're not getting a bargain there, but he's laying a dollar 55. I think it is against the giants. Uh, just as an aside, if you look at the AL Central standings, and you probably have it, because why would you if you're just a, a you know a casual <laughs> fan? The Tigers are 21 and 25. They are one game out in the lost column behind the Twins. That is the strangest division. I think it was 2005. The NL West, the Padres wanted it like 82 and 80. We could be looking at a scenario where it's like an you know an 81, 83 win division champ in that NL uh, the uh, the AL Central there. Um, so nobody's really out of it. But I did bet the Twins today. Um, and I bet Gowan against the Phillies. I think Gowan's like minus 115. I think the Diamondbacks are for real. I think it was Mark Borchard you had on yesterday. He said Diamondbacks at slightly plus money to make the playoffs uh, is a good bet. Of course, you missed some of the better numbers. They were seven to one, eight to one, probably even higher than that before the season. They're good. They're really good. They, they, you know, it's a good lineup. They got Gowan at the top of the rotation. I know he was bad last time out. Their one weakness is one thing you can improve. You can get, they need bullpen arms, but you can get serviceable bullpen arms at the deadline. Uh, to me, that's a good team, and Philly's, I, I think, is in some trouble. Turner's played terribly. If you look at his stats, he's been awful. 
uh, which is strange coming off that that uh, that World Baseball Classic. So I got to, rules, uh, Arizona. The rules were supposed to benefit him. The rule changes right. more than anybody. Yeah. Right. And there's a four plus four sixty five on the Yankees to win the division. Uh, they're only five out. It's amazing. Everyone crowned Tampa, rightfully so. They won their first like what thirty eight games or whatever it is. Um, but but the Yankees are only five out plus four sixty five at, at one of the legal books. That's a to me that's a good bet. And I did bet also now that I think of it. Uh, Seattle is minus two sixty five today against Oakland. I know it's uh, it's not going to blow up social media for me to give out a minus two sixty five winner, but <laughs> I just think I don't think you can fade the A's enough. I mean, this team is ten and forty. There's a chance this team wins like 39, 40 games. They are so bad. Uh, I don't know if it, get, it, it that's getting enough attention, how bad Oakland is. So I think you just play against them in some fashion every day. Probably do okay. It's not getting enough attention. We try to, I, I try to bring it up at least once a week with either Spore or Borchard, but it doesn't. By the way, the Rays lost 20 to 1 yesterday, and in one fell swoop, their run differential went down to plus 107, and the Rangers won by five. They actually are plus 111 right now. Do you think the Rangers are sustainable? Yes. The one thing that would concern me, this is a few days ago, but I saw they were batting like 328 with runners in scoring position. That yeah. concerns me. Yeah. But to offset that, you got DeGrom coming back. You haven't had a lot of Seager. So that probably balances out a little bit. I do think they're for real. Um, you know, Houston's down to like minus 140 to win that division. That's a, that's a really good division. The AL in general is just really good. Public service announcement, Will. Uh, the Giants are 24 and 24. Not really quite sure how that's Giants possible. Magic. But they are. Magic. Plug it away, sir. Twitch.tv slash Goldboys Network. Nice and slow for Fed so he can understand it. Do it one more time for Twitch.tv slash Goldboys Network. There you go, Fez. Thank you, Will. Appreciate it, man. Mike Pritchard on the NFL and the new kickoff rules next. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.